Time to flip the field. Second half of Main Street Sports today. Chip Walters of the Blue Raider Network will be joining us later on the program. Also, Top 5 Tuesday, overrated foods. Overrated foods. Big surprise that we're talking about food. And a little NFL conversation, the Titan Stadium deal. More on that. We heard from Jeff, uh, Jeff, from Joe Rex Road yesterday on that topic and more. So uh, let's kick it off. Second half action. Back to Mo and Chris. Yes, welcome back. As we get into the National Football League, there was a an agreement today on the future of the overtime rules in the National Football League. There has been a change, but it's only for the postseason currently. The last time they made a change, it also was only for the postseason, and they eventually made its way to the regular season, and that's what we have now. Essentially, what this does is it guarantees both teams a possession. Now, I there's very little... Other than that, as far as information available from Titan, TennesseeTitans.com. Um, but my, my, my assumption is that it's the playoff scenario that I've been trying to push for a while. Is both teams get a position, and then after that, it's sudden death. Mm-hmm. But my question is, why do we always start with the postseason, the most important games of the year? Why are we not starting with the regular season and then, if it works, go to the postseason? We're, we're doing something completely different in the most important games of the year. This but is really weird. But, but you're addressing the most important games. Well, I understand that, but if you're going to do it for the most important, why would you not do it for the least important? Well, because that makes too much sense. <laughs> I don't understand this. this. This is blowing my mind. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't understand. The, and they did this last time, so I, I guess it's just, you know, mo that's their modus operandi but I, it <laughs> I, I think part of it is lengthening the game with these new rules and what they don't want to do is lengthen regular season games because there's so many of them yeah so there i think that's i firmly believe that's at the crutch of it is is they just you know uh and and i'm and i'm okay with this i'm okay with the different overtime rule in the playoffs than in regular season Oh, I am too. I, uh, this is. I mean, ev- this is every the league that I'm has looking for every league almost has, you know, or several have different different rules. Postseason, regular season. I mean, hockey. Oh yeah. I mean, you uh, can, you play until somebody scores. I, I I mean. Well, I mean, you have to do that in hockey just because it's a series, and so. Well, and and the same. Th- I don't know that the overtime has to be changed in the postseason because you have an overtime that works. This would just be a more equitable overtime. According to Jim Wyatt, who obviously writes for TennesseeTitans.com, since the previous playoff format was implemented in 2010, seven of the 12 overtime games were won on the opening possession. Seven of the 12? Seven of the 12. Wow. That's more than I thought. Ten of those 12 were won by the team who won the coin toss. 
So even if they didn't score on their first possession, they still ended up winning the game 10 out of 12 times. That's a lot. Because that second possession is just as uneven, I guess. Mm-hmm. What this does now, though, is it makes the coin toss a really interesting move because you can take the ball and the defense, the other team, would know what they have to do in order. Meaning you would want to play defense first. Maybe, but after the first two possessions. Kind of like the college. But after the first two possessions, it's sudden death. So do you want to be the third team to get the ball? Yes. Right? If you get to that. I or do you play defense and just go for two if you score a touchdown? If they score a touchdown and you score a touchdown, you just go for two, win or lose. I think I need my Herm Edwards uh, soundbite. You, you, you play, you play to, win, to the win the game. So I, I don't think you, on the coin toss, I think you go defense first, just like the college mentality, so you know what you've got to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, because but if, there's only one time of that. Yeah, because if you get if you end right. up having to kick okay, a field goal, okay. So here's the question: Are you flipping again? No, Did you, that's it. Okay, it's one that, that's one flip, and then ten minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. So if I get the first possession of overtime, and we both score, then I'm going to get the ball back, and then it's sudden death, and then it's sudden death. That's where the strategy comes in. I don't know. I, I still think I'm with JP because I know that if you only kick a field goal, all I've got to do is score a touchdown. If you kick a, if you score a touchdown and kick an extra point, then I got to score I'm a touchdown. Two. I got to I got to score a touchdown and I can go for two or I, if I'm feeling good about my defense, I can tie it again and then force you to score again or hold you. I think my my scare my 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 hesitation would be they score, they kick a field goal, and then I'm fourth and three from the 27. What do I do? Because I'm I'm definitely giving them the ball back if I kick the field goal, or I can lose the game on fourth and three at the 27. That's why these coaches make so much money. That's that that is mine. But but I, I like this because it brings into play a lot of options. There's a lot more strategy. Yes, a lot, a lot of strategy. Which and, is why I've been trying to you know, get this pass for years. Yep. So. Good job. Somebody listened to our show. It must have been the Indianapolis. <laughs> it was the Colts and uh, Philadelphia that amended that rules. Really? Well, you know, the Titans put that they, – they, they put forth the two-point conversion rule mm-hmm. or whatever and forcing uh, – It's so. a lot easier to uh, put forth when you got 22 in the backfield. Right, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, there's that. And then um, yesterday we kind of talked about the stadium deal, and honestly, I don't know how they're planning to fund the deal, but my hotel tax would. <laughs> Would be my suggestion. That w- that's where I was going. Was it, would it not be? <laughs> oh, yeah. Would it oh, not absolutely. be smarter to just tax say, people who don't live here? Uh huh. And that's <laughs> that's the thing. That's how you can sell it to the general public in Nashville. It's not going to affect you unless you're staying, staying in, in hotels. hotels. 
And if you do, that's, you know, that's your yeah. choice. Right. So I think that's, that's the way you sell it to the general public is we're not raising your property taxes. This is going to come from the tourism tax. And it's pretty easy to, I mean, Nashville right now, pretty easy to pay back half a billion dollars. You would think. In over 30 years in tourism. Yeah. Especially considering how many people are going to be here year around for the Various tourist activities, activities well, in the building. In that yeah, building. you're building something that's going to generate that income. Exactly. Not that you didn't, not that you need anything to generate yeah. it right now. I mean, but in 10, but by 10, simple 10, proxy, sure. exactly building that stadium. Thus, tourism tax will come. So that's how you have to cornfield or no cornfield, they will they come. will come. And building it closer to the interstate, what do you think about that? I'm trying to figure out where closer to the interstate so is. This, that, that was my as opposed to closer too. to the river. Yes. <laughs> That you're right on, right, that you're um, right next to. It's no, on yeah, that side, yes, though, right? Absolutely. So next to the stadium cur- that currently stands, right? It, correct. Mm-hmm. That's that's where it would sit. Is it would sit between the interstate and the current Nissan Stadium? Is, is this my so? Understanding. So the secondary uh, entertainment district can be actually on the river. Is that the idea? I would think so. They can line one, the line one, the river with entertainment. Once you get, once you get this new facility built. And you get that old facility torn down. Torn down, then you've got that space. That makes sense for both parking. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully there's some parking involved. Okay, and, and some on-site activities. Yeah, yeah. there we go. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. And so I think I think that's a great plan as far as what you know their their thought process here. Um, the problem is that. While you're building and you're playing, there is nowhere no parking. to park now mm. because you have completely <laughs> taken lot B and you've put a football stadium there. Uh, so now you're forced to uh, – it's the only parking you have, really, and it's gone. So then what? That, that two years that it's going to take is going to be – and then, well, really, three years because you got to tear down Nissan and then do something with that lot. But tearing down Nissan won't be as detrimental, I don't think, as building no, the no, new facility. It, no, I, you're right, but you still have to. They're, they're not just gonna pave paradise and put a part. I mean, I mean, they're not gonna just tear, it, you know, blow it up and then pave it over like mm-hmm. they did Fulton County. Sure. The reason being because you have to prep it for whatever's going the future. in the future. Yeah. So it's going to be, I, I don't even know if that's going to be parking. It may not be. It may be live work space. Who knows? Live work space. Is this guy millennial or what? <laughs> yeah. yeah okay. Mixed use development. Thank Mixed you. Use. Thank Much you. like, you know. Geodis Geodis Stadium mm-hmm. over in the fairgrounds, or, or much like, much like, you know, Truist, yes, and the battery, much like the battery and Truist Park, which I hope is exactly what they're thinking. Yeah, because well, it, it would make sense. It certainly would. Yeah. Anyway, let's uh, let's take a break. We need to talk to Chip Walters because Middle Tennessee State is riding high after finally getting an OT win. Took the women to get one, but <laughs> they got one. So. We'll be back after this with Chip Walters. Stick around.
Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck, yes. That'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community? Obviously, yes! <laughs> then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Welcome back in Main Street Sports today here on the Main Street Media Network. As we, it is a network. It is. I mean, <laughs> we have 15 cross post uh, avenues now. Well, and we have pretty exciting multiple podcasts. Live, well, and live shows. Live shows. Oh, kind of, oh man. Yeah, if you can't find us, yeah, you're not looking. You're not looking. That's right. Yeah. Don't be lazy. Chip Walters is <laughs> is awaiting uh, his chance to talk, but he's in the car, looking cool, got his shades on. It's not it's not night time yet, but uh, Chip, what's going on, man? Where are you headed? Uh, headed to the plateau for baseball this afternoon or late or early evening. Didn't know if you were uh, selling a house. But- well, I, I just left a listing appointment and in Gladeville and heading to Cookville now for uh, Middle and Tennessee Tech. So I'm crossing the Caney Fork for the first of several times. <laughs> so Tennessee Tech and the return of Steve Smith. Is that right? Matt Braga. Matt Braga. I'm sorry. Who replaced Steve Smith? Yes. yes. The return of Matt Braga, former Tech former Rice, current tech coach. Yeah. Um, what are you expecting out of this one, Chip? We we could use uh, a little bit of you a... You know, the, 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 the thing that I expect on a, on a Tuesday night when both teams are uh, going into the third week of their conference season, I expect Johnny Allstaff will uh, play a pivotal role for both, for both sides. Uh, typically, you know, you're trying to figure out your midweek pitching, and 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 by doing that, you typically will throw a lot of guys to see who you can trust on the weekends. So that's kind of what my expectation is. Um, you you know, Mills coming off winning two out of three in Birmingham. Uh, Tech had a non-conference series this past weekend, but 
they on Saturday had an 11 run eighth inning. And that's one thing that I've, I've seen uh, in just kind of glancing at some of their stats is that they have, you know, one thing that Matt has brought back to them is uh, they can hit the baseball. And once I get up here and get set up and figured out which way the wind's blowing today, because, you know, it is blowing today, no matter where you are in the mid state. So um, it, it could have an effect on this one. And, and uh, hopefully uh, it doesn't get super <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> We'll try to get him back. He's jumping towers. I, I think he. I think he's back. Here we go. Okay. There we go. Well, I mean, when you're traveling from Gladeville to the to plateau, we're, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. not surprised. <laughs> not, not really, not really. Um, <laughs> middle going into this game at Tech with a ten and twelve record overall, and um, just I was looking for our guy, Jaden Ham, who. Won't likely see action tonight, I don't guess. Two and two on the year with a save. Um, nine appearances, giving up a 232 batting average, um, 24 strikeouts and 25 and a third for the Columbia Central sophomore. So um, he's continuing to give the Blue Raiders some good work. Yes, yes, he is, Mo. He's doing great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, apparently. Um, Chip? Big story, though, is obviously women's basketball right now. Oh, no question. And, uh, and uh, they are back. They did make it back home. They And they're, I mean, here they had, they had a 3 a.m. wake-up call in Toledo this morning <laughs> to get to the Detroit airport, got home, hopefully getting a nap in, and we'll have practice at five o'clock today. Uh, it'll be open to the public, as most of Coach Hensel's practices are. And get everything all who had who had, who had a program tonight. Columbia Lions, of all people. Say that again. I so, said uh, Seton Hall had a road win. Oh, over the Columbia, Columbia Lions last night. <laughs> I did not realize their nickname was Lions. That's hilarious. Yeah, they, they certainly are. <laughs> well, that's one time we don't mind seeing the Columbia Lions lose, I don't guess. But, yeah, um, big game Thursday night, and it's back at the Glass House as MTSU will take on Seton Hall. Uh, it is. Tickets are went on sale. As a matter of fact, as soon as they knew the game was going to be in Murfreesboro, tickets went on sale uh, it's the final four of the WNIT. Uh, tickets are 20 bucks. If you go to GoBlueRaiders.com slash tickets, uh, they, they encourage you to purchase online, uh, and that way you won't be in any real line except to show your tickets on your phone when you come in the building on Thursday night. That is by far the most efficient way to do it. Lady Raiders, the last NCAA Division One basketball team, men or women, standing in the state of Tennessee. So um, 
yeah, this five o'clock open practice, great opportunity to get out and kind of show some support for them. Or you can just go to Thursday's game. That's right. And, you know, we're fortunate that Middles men were, was the last men's team in the state still standing. And, and now the women, the last women's team, and now men or women's team. And, you know, now that they've won uh, four games in the postseason, this is the most that middle women have ever won in the postseason. Then the, the the championship of the WNIT is Saturday afternoon at two o'clock Central Time somewhere. <laughs> Why not Murfreesboro? TBA, but not Thompson Bowling Arena. No, did not realize right. until I looked a couple uh, a couple of rounds ago, I guess, that the WNIT was a sixty-two team, a uh, sixty-four team tournament. I mean, kind of feels like they've been playing for a minute ever. Yeah, it does, and, uh, and they've you know been averaging about you know two games a week since the conference tournament, and won three straight at home. Then made the trip to Toledo, and what a heck of a game last night! Courtney Whitson got him off to a great start, and and Anastasia Boldreva just put him on her shoulders to finish up, and uh, that game, and then in overtime, you know, just gutted it out in front of a very very loud crowd. Uh, in Toledo, over 4,000 there for that one. Loud and and a bit hostile. I mean, it was certainly a a partisan crowd there, but I was was particularly impressed with Boldreva, as I I figured out from listening to the um, broadcast crew on ESPN Plus last night, or ESPN 3, whatever it was. Um, 28 points was a career high for her after she sat virtually the entire second half of that win over Vanderbilt on Thursday night. That's right. And uh, so, you know, you see so many kids where they have some difficulty like she had against Vanderbilt with fouls and ended up sitting out to come back and, 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 and really, you know, be superbly focused, which she obviously was. And, and, and she just, you know, just went to town when she got the ball in the block and, and just was, was very efficient in what she did. And she was a, a huge, huge part of, you know, not only just last night, but what they've done all year. 6-6 Anastasia Boldreva. And I, I thought it was interesting, Chip. I, I'm, I feel pretty sure you watched most of the game last night. Vanderbilt sent a double team at her pretty much whenever she got the ball in the paint. Um, it didn't look like Toledo doubled her nearly as much, and I pretty well paid for it. Yeah, I think that's right, and and I would agree with you that, you know, you you with her you you do have to kind of pick your poison. You know, if you bring a double team, then she's going to have the ability to pass out of it. Uh, but like you mentioned, she had foul trouble in the Vandy game, and and you know I, I think they were. I thought Vanderbilt's defense was outstanding in, in, in the in the middle game. Middles was just as good or maybe just one more play better than theirs mm-hmm. uh, at the end of the ball game. And, uh, you know, and, and but with but with Boldreva, I think they tried to play her straight up last night. And and she has skill enough with the ball in her hands to, uh, you know, that, that she did make them pay 
to the tune of 28. Or skill enough to just get a hand on the final shot attempt mm-hmm. from the Lady Rockets and just make sure that it didn't quite go didn't get in. up. Yep, yep. She um, Nice play from behind on that play. Um, Chip Walters, the voice of the Blue Raiders, with us here on Main Street Sports today. Um, traveling up 40 East. Chip? Yep. Did, yes, you, did you start your day at Pro Day this morning? No, I did not get over to Pro Day, but I did get a report from uh, from our stringer, Mr. Mark Owens. Uh, Try to pass along what was, information you have. Well, well, the 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 best information that, and I got a limited report, but was that it was well attended, uh, and that uh, you know everybody did well, but it seemed as you might expect, uh, DQ Thomas, linebacker, and. Uh, Safety Reed Blankenship really no. showed out. And, Can't imagine. And, uh, yeah, those two guys. You know, you know, they're two of the best guys as far as men to ever put that uniform on at middle. And you just can't wait to see them. You know, have success uh, at the at the next level. But you knew if they were given an opportunity to to prepare for pro day and and get a chance for others to see them. You just knew they were going to do well. And from uh, what Mark Owens told me, that they both stood out today. Well, hopefully they can become the next Charvarius Ward, who recently well, signed as a free agent with the San Francisco 49ers after um, previously spending some time with the with the Chiefs. So That's correct. And, uh, and, uh, and, and Charvarius has a little bit fatter piggy bank now after uh, that move. No doubt. Yeah, good for him. Um, Chip, what else do we need to know? What else do you need to catch us up on before we let you go? Uh, one last thing. Uh, put on your calendar June 4th at 4.30 p.m. That will be the celebration of life of Dean Hayes, uh, and it will be at the Turkey Soccer Stadium uh, June 4th at 4.30, and uh, that will That'll, that'll be a great day. Yes, that's right. 4.30 at, at, predictably, at. Predictably, at, at Hayes Stadium. <laughs> at Hayes Stadium, yeah. yeah go figure, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chip, man, thank you so much for taking some time with us. We appreciate it. As always, enjoy your trip to the Plateau, and uh, I guess hope you'll bring home a win. You can catch us tonight on the Varsity app at uh, 545. There you go. Should be fun. Chip Walters, the voice of the Blue Raiders on the Blue Raider Network. We have top five overrated foods coming your way on the other side of a break, and this ought to be fun. So, y'all, stick around. We'll be back after this. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. 
Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. Joe Bay Street Preps editor Russell Fedozzi and lead writer Tyler Palmatier weekdays. Actually, weeks, every Wednesday. I'll put it out there correctly at some point. Uh, every Wednesday, <laughs> they preview the biggest uh, high school sports news from around Middle Tennessee. It airs uh, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. and archived on social media uh, on all of our Main Street Media platforms or wherever you get your podcast. It's Main Street Preps this week with Russell Venosi, Tyler Palmatier. They are joined Chris Samo this week by FRA AD Chris Palmerton. They've had a couple of uh, additions to their coaching staff, so they get uh, his take on that. That'll be out tomorrow at 1 p.m. Central. Chris Palmerton with a K. Correct. Correct. Good dude. He, he was excited with what's happened this week oh. in the last yeah, couple of weeks. As, as he should mm-hmm. be, I think. I think um, – what happened? Why is he excited? <laughs> Tune in tomorrow to find out. Good plan. Yeah. There you go. Do I have to, though? If you want to find out, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll listen then. Yep. <laughs> hey, it's Top 5 Tuesday, and the Top 5 Overrated Foods. We're about to make some folks angry. I got a feeling. Oh, no question. <laughs> but to make some folks mad. Uh, if, 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 you if, think, if you and JP don't, I'll you, probably create enough anger for all of us. So. If you think that controversy sells, this is the most controversial. Yeah, this will be the segment for you. <laughs> I'm telling you, you better be careful here because it's. I don't. I don't know that there's everything on my list is I don't know that anybody in here is going to disagree with anything except my number one. I'll be interested. Oh, you know I'm going to disagree with your number one because I know <laughs> what your number one is. This is hard for me because there's not a whole lot of food I don't you like. You don't like. I, I was going to say, but it, mean, doesn't, it doesn't have to be that you don't like yeah. it. You just It's just not as great as everyone says it is. Boom. That's that's the thing. I mean, I've got one thing on here that I don't like, but the rest is like, it's okay, but 
it's not great. It's not. Why, why, why are you acting like this is liquid gold or whatever? <laughs> it's not. Yeah. Anyway, so. I'll start. My number five is avocados in any form. Oh, let's first do this. Mid-South Five Fitness. Mm. Need to pay some bills. Mid-South Five Fitness brings you our top five each and every week. Thalys Steel, stillathletes.com, at stillathletes on Instagram. Follow him. Uh, check him out. Two great locations. One in Franklin, one right here in Columbia. Again, avocados in any form. My number five. I don't want sliced avocado. I don't want mashed up avocado in guacamole. I don't want... I don't want. Is it avocado. guacamole without avocado? No, that's my point. That's, okay. that's the entire point. I and don't want avocado in any form. <laughs> I will not eat it, Sam. I am. Yeah. I don't like green avocados or. So you just told me that this is based on not necessarily what you don't like, but, but what, he doesn't like avocado. But he doesn't like avocado. Sure. And everybody else does apparently. And and I can. <laughs> That probably should have been on my list, but I'd stay away from it to the point that it didn't even register. <laughs> but but I do not like guacamole on tacos. And I'm not I'm not seeing the fascination necessarily with tacos. Tacos are my number five. That's because you've not had any from Victor down here. It's Taco Tuesday, by the way. Mm-hmm. Victor's tacos are delicious. I love a street taco. I, I'm yeah. all for street tacos. I, I don't. And again, this goes back to your disclaimer at the start. It's not that I don't like tacos. Just I'm just not in love with tacos. I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. JP, do you have a number five? Yeah, pico de gallo, a condiment. Oh golly, we went mm. we went hard on the uh, food south of the border. <laughs> Like, well, hey, at least it was just number five. <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> we didn't go real hard. Just- uh, you know, it's interesting because you say mm-hmm. that, and I mean, I'm 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 very Switzerland on pico. <laughs> like, I'm good with it either. I'm not way. a big pico guy, but I do love some queso. So, I mean, there's that. There's that. If I mean, if pico is like on my plate, like yeah. I might take a chip and. You know, if it's I part mean, of the, the salad that comes with your rice and mm-hmm. beans or whatever the, with a meal, then sure. Yeah. The biggest thing for me in the pico is the cilantro. It, does do you are you one of those people that tastes like soap? A little bit, yeah. Ah, that's yeah. Sucks. I've got, I get a weird taste with with uh, cilantro. That's that sucks because mm-hmm. I love cilantro. Yep. I want all the cilantro. Uh, I'm gonna continue the trend here, <laughs> and this should be higher on my list, really. But Chipotle, anything at Chipotle, period. And I know A.J. Brown is saying, that's my that man. Should, that should be higher. <laughs> that, that should be number it, one. It's number one for A.J. Brown, yeah. Um, no, I, I just don't give me anything from Chipotle. I don't want it. I don't want to be nowhere near it. No. Moe's, Southwest, all the way. Hmm. Come on. Um, Chipotle should have been on my list. Again, this isn't necessarily food that I don't like. It's just food that I not over the top about ham ham you know i like ham but my mom makes it a weird way so like that's kind of i only want to eat my mom's ham i don't want to like sliced ham sliced ham is not great you know honey honey glaze again it's not bad i'm choosing it over turkey Ham over turkey? As if it's you know just regular baked turkey that if it's if it's sherry's ham Or if it's Sherry's turkey. <laughs> 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 oh, Lord. 
<laughs> I hope she ain't watching. I know my dad's watching right now. Don't tell mom I just said that. You said folks were going to hate us. Uh, Actually, I don't know that my mom's ever made family. a turkey. <laughs> well, and thank goodness. Because she always makes ham. So yeah. anyway. Okay. Ham, that's a good one. JP, you're number four. Corn on the cob. I love corn on the cob in the, in the crawfish bowl. Yeah. But that's about too. it. Yeah. I mean, I'll eat it, and I like to grill it. Yep. And if I grill it, I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna eat it. But it's not. Yeah, it gets stuck in your teeth. It's one of the last things that I will go for. Yeah. Let everybody else have it if they yep. want it, and if there's some left, I might grab one. Now, my lovely wife loves corn on the cob, and and the flavor's good. I don't mind it, but it's, I, I don't know. It, I just. It's hard to eat. Yeah. It gets stuck in your in your teeth. Yeah. And <laughs> and it gets messy. You look it like does an get an, messy. You look like an animal trying to eat it. Exactly. It's um. There's just you know, and and, and there's if you're nothing not wrong careful, with that. You get it all over you. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. you got to be in the right setting. Mm-hmm. I agree. Maybe outside, uh, you it's know, a crawfish bowl or shrimp boil. Where, that, yeah, where you you a know barbecue. Yeah, where, where you can just you know stand over and eat, and you're outside. Where, the where dogs can, can eat it up. You can eat like this. Yeah, <laughs> you got to lean over. <laughs> right. Make, make sure the butter just falls on the ground instead yeah. on you. Much like we repicked our NCAA bracket, can I repick my top five? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like, man, this is all shit. Which, you know, it's funny because I'm like, you know, this is kind of. I mean, when you say something, you go, hey, "Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I can see that." So absolutely. maybe this is not as controversial as we first thought. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see if anybody else feels the way we do, though. Yeah. You're number three. Asparagus. <sighs> I mean, it's a uh, lot. Well, here's of the thing. Oh, look! I, I made this asparagus. I, I don't. I don't know how to cook asparagus, so I don't want to eat asparagus. I don't know that asparagus is overrated. Yeah, though. I don't think it's highly enough to be overrated. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Like. Uh, Every time you see a somebody's cooked a steak at the house, what do they got on the side? Dang, baked potato and asparagus. Almost every time now. Mm. People are eating asparagus like crazy. At least people my age. I don't know. Well, there we go. My not, my yeah, not, millennials. Well, I, my, my last three have been very <laughs> millennial-esque. Yeah. In avocados, chipotle, <laughs> and, asparagus. and asparagus. My number three, again... It's not that I don't like it. It's just that I don't necessarily love it or I have to be in the mood for it. Ice cream. No, I can't agree with you on that. That's crazy. <laughs> you just threw a big wet blanket over yeah. all ice cream, Mo? Just just ice cream. Like, like Yeah, yeah. Uh, particularly vanilla ice cream, no, I guess. I want all, that's my favorite. What you talking about? No, if, I, if I'm getting some ice cream, it's not vanilla. Unless it's in a hot fudge cake like I had Saturday up at Snow White in Lebanon. Mmm, that sounds good. Yo, oh, man. Yeah. Or on top of some pecan pie or apple pie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever. That? Yeah. I, but it, it's like a it's like a side dish. I want I want all the vanilla. I'm the I'm a weird dude. I love vanilla ice cream. It's my favorite flavor ice cream. It's good. I yeah, love there's it. nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with like a vanilla. I'm never gonna go somewhere and I mean if I go to like Baskin Robbins or Kilwins in downtown Franklin or something well, like yeah, that. Yeah, I'm, I'm going never going to order. Yeah, going to order ice cream. Speaking of, Dickies took their soft serve machine out. It's the only reason I went to I never, Dickies. I'm not a big soft serve person anyway. I, like oh, I love soft serve. I want an ice scoop. I, I want an ice dream cone from Chick Fil A right now. Scoop it. <laughs> anyway, JP. All right, number, number three. three um, yeah. You know those uh, those. I wouldn't call them meal plans, but things you can order 
uh, yep. that come. You put them in the freezer or oh, da- yeah. Daily Harvest in particular. <laughs> or Hello Fresh. Oh, uh, yeah. Now, I, I can only speak to the Daily Harvest. <laughs> this, this may be three, two, and number one. Some of the worst food I have ever eaten in my life. Now I had mm-hmm. we had a Hello Fresh delivered to our place. Yeah. And how, how was that? You actually cooked that though, right? Exactly. You cook it, so it was, it was like it, they just give you the ingredients. You actually yeah. have to do all of the things to make the meal, and that was not fun. So I didn't love that. I'm going to be honest with you. Anyway, <laughs> but daily harvest. Daily harvest. Don't eat their favorite. Oh. <laughs> oh, it is. There went that ad. Yeah. Yeah, don't Man, eat their food. Gotcha. Somebody was working on a daily harvest package for our show. <laughs> oh, there's no question. It right. definitely yeah. happened. Yeah. My number two, lobster. It's a lot of work. It's it's that not a lot of work. it just it's it's just a fancy way to eat butter. <laughs> and there's num- nothing wrong with that either. No, that's true. My number two is potatoes. Just, wow. Again, all oh, potatoes. All potatoes? <laughs> potatoes Mashed. in any form. <laughs> Mashed baked? in particular. Baked to a lesser degree. If his uh, mashed potatoes doesn't have white gravy on it, he ain't eating it. That's true. Yeah, the, if, if they've got brown gravy, he's like, eh, give me something else. Yeah. But if they My, got some white gravy, he'll be all right. We might have a shot. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All that's, right. that's rough right there. Number two, right? Mm-hmm. Number two. Crawfish. Throw a bottle at him. I knew it was coming too. He's wrong. Wow. No. You like say that crawfish. after that bag uh-huh. you took home the other day? I like crawfish. Yep. But, but you think it's you I think, think it's, it's overrated. Because it is a lot of work. It's a it lot, is a lot of work. meat. It's a lot of work for a little payoff. But I can see that. A lot of work for it a little payoff. It is a lot of work. It it's, is a lot of work. Now, part of the work is being around friends. That's and, the and thing. Who are also working. So that's that's fun, but in terms of just food. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that I would ever just go to a place by myself and order crawfish. Mm. Yeah, no. Yeah. yeah. So Zero question. Oh. I, we don't even need to get to my number one. My number one's pecan pie. <laughs> so I'm just going to throw something at both of you. How's that? Uh, my number one is carrot cake. That was my groom's cake at my wedding. I Seriously? love carrot cake. Yeah, love me love some carrot, carrot cake. cake. Cream cheese frosting. Cream cheese frosting. That's the Come thing on. I like. Oh, you love the frosting. I love yeah. But I like the spice cake, too. Yeah. I, will, I will eat the it, spice it pairs cake. Well Vegetables have no place in desserts. <laughs> okay, but there's barely any carrot in it at all. It's just spice cake. Any is too much. <laughs> Mo's, Mo's overrated foods are vegetables. vegetables. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. In general. One through five. Yep. <laughs> vegetables. You and Al Michaels. <laughs> Piece of red meat, bread. There we go. That's all I need. Roll. What's your number one? Give him a roll. Um, I almost have to go back to the Daily Harvest. Seriously. <laughs> it's, it's that so bad. bad. It's one and three. It's that bad. Yep. It's, it, it is... <laughs> I can see it. I, I've been there, but man, that's that's rough. Oh, there was a there was, and I love mushrooms. There was a mushroom soup, miso mushroom soup. It was just you weren't <laughs> weren't having it, huh? man. That's oh. tough. That's tough. Tomorrow, wild and wacky Wednesday brings us a fantastic day as we talk. Little NASCAR, as always, with Heather Williams of WCYB TV. 
We'll also have Belmont basketball coach Casey Alexander on the show to talk a little bit about the recap of his Bruins year, but also the future of that program headed to a new conference and all that goes along with that. So it should be a lot of fun and we'll give you the weirdest and wildest news from across the world. Additionally, we'll talk a little major league baseball. There was quite a bit of major league baseball uh, news coming out. Free agency grades were given out by the athletic. Um, David O'Brien had a great piece on the Braves and who's going to be in their starting rotation. So we'll, We'll break down that as the Braves are getting close to being one week from opening day. Thursday week. Thursday week. Is. And we'll probably talk a little bit about that Lipscomb-Vanderbilt game that that happened tonight. So it's going to be a great show. Y'all come back with us 2 o'clock tomorrow right here on Main Street Sports Today for JP and Mo. I'm Chris Yao saying have a great day. We'll see you then.